Hey guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. And this is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our blog where we post all the books that we talk about and fact check ourselves sometimes because Susie really needs that. And we are library... Uh, rude. <laughs> we are libraryoverload.home.blog. And then go check us out on Instagram. We're a little more interactive and we post pictures of the books we're talking about. And we are just library overload there. Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We are synonym for excited, exuberant. Ooh, I like that one. Thank you. That you are back with us again um, to hear what we've been reading. Yes. I've got a couple of really awesome books to talk about that I am very enthusiastic to share with you guys. That's funny. Apparently I can only think of E words. It's okay. But I'll get, I got it. I got it. Um, yeah. It's gonna I be have a some good, good ones episode. as well. I'm excited. Dang it, Tavia. I don't know any other words. It's the only Your word mother know. even texted you a list of words. <laughs> I think I remember that she did. I, I don't have a very good memory, but I think I remember that she did that. Oh, I remember because I, I straight up cackled. That was hilarious. Way to go, Tavia's mom. That's funny. Um, I really have no idea. Like, when I feel put on the spot or pressured, I can't think anything else. So, excited mm-hmm. is literally my go-to. I get it, but I will do my my very best. Well, sure. since the first two years of our podcast were me giving you words you couldn't think of, I think I'll let you carry us for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I struggled earlier today, and Crystal's like, are you okay? <laughs> like, no. No, I'm not. You should I was know. struggling earlier today as well. I couldn't think of the word charger and, like, stared at it for, like, five minutes. <laughs> not really five minutes, but stared at it for the longest time trying to get that word to come out of my brain. Yeah, it's a it's a struggle. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This book, you guys, is so exciting. Damn it. <laughs> Vindication. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This book is amazing. I was so excited to um <laughs> There's no other word. That's it. It's the only word that exists. I was so looking forward (laughs) to reading this book ever since I heard about it. It's a relatively new release. Oh, it's a very new release. It came out February 2nd. So it is a baby book. Um, But this one is called Meet Meet You in the Middle by Devin Daniels. And this really caught my eye because it's two uh it's two people we've got kate and ben they work for opposing senators one is a republican one is democrat their first meeting kate is taking a bill over to uh daniel's senator so they can so she can kind of get a feel for if they would be 
open to supporting it. You know how they how they're constantly like doing each other favors. If you support my bill, I'll support yours. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. So Kate takes uh, Kate gets a meeting with um, not Daniel Ben. Daniel's is the author's last name. Lord, I'm getting off to a good start. Kate goes to meet Ben, and he immediately just knocks down the bill. Like, he's like, no, this will never work. Like, just flat out doesn't even let her give a proposal, like, not even a couple of sentences in. He's just like, no, this will never support that bill. Like, and she's like, fine. And here goes the most incredible prank one-upmanship awesome enemies to lovers book it is so much fun um thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this gave it five stars bought the book like love it um I when I first saw it um I thought it was I thought it was awesome because right now the way things are at the moment at least in America yeah it's not awesome um, it's not super likely that people on opposing sides are able mm-hmm. to start a romantic relationship right now, but in this world, it was so nice. It was just, it was lovely. It made me smile. Um, when Kate first meets Ben, she thinks he's just so arrogant, such a jerk. He did not come across mm-hmm. as a very nice guy the first time they meet when Ben first meets Kate, he thinks she's super judgmental right off the bat. Doesn't give anyone any time of day because she is one of those that, oh, you're in a different party than I am. Like, then no. Like, we can't eat. I'm not even going to entertain that thought. Yeah. Um, which, that's not how life should be mm-hmm. at all. Um, I think Tavia and I have made it very clear that we are super liberal. <laughs> um but in no way does that mean that I cannot um, be friends with someone that is conservative. We have issues with the, with the fact that certain people don't respect other humans. But we do not have an issue of the fact that you're just more conservative in your beliefs. There's right. a difference. Right. So, um, it was just so nice. It was so, so wonderful. It made me smile so big. Their pranking was just hilarious. It was just, uh, I just, I loved, loved them. I would read a sequel just to see what they're doing right now. It was so much fun. Loved them. That's awesome. Yes, it was so sweet. super cute. It sounds kind of like a nice political thing. Yes. A break from. It was very nice. Oh, one thing that super annoyed me, and I can't stand when people review books without reading them. But people is were eviscerating. Oh, yeah. How do you people, review a book without reading it? That's insane. They'll go and put star, they'll put one star on something and just be like, I hate this author. And that's, they'll do that. So I had found this book. I know people are assholes. Well, I found this book before it came out. And so I added it to my list and I was reading the synopsis and I went down. People had started reviewing it incredibly low because they were like, I don't know how any liberal could fall in love with a Republican because they just want to murder people in cages. And I was like, "Mm, I understand your issue, but this is a fiction book. 
Like, and so that wow. ma- that pissed me off and made me want to read it even more because I was like, mm-hmm. I hope I love this, and I'm gonna give it all the stars, hella <laughs> hella amounts of stars for this book. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that made me so angry because I was like, That's you're so a absurd. reader, you need to divorce yourself from your beliefs when you're reading fiction anyways like oh it made me so angry but yeah people were just tearing it apart without even I I know I didn't even know that that was something that people would do oh yeah look at any book that hasn't been released yet and people have already given it one star just because they didn't like another book that the author wrote or they what this book is about they think that's terrible like people are gross I know People are gross. So I just wanted to say, (laughs) people that do that are garbage. Like, if you don't like a book and you've read it, by all means, rate it, review it. But if you literally are rating it without reading it because you don't like what it's about or you don't like the author, no. Please step off of that platform. That's... Like I, can't I know, even, I, it hurts my brain. It boggles the mind. I know. Well, it's it's the same thing as people like direct messaging people and calling them awful, racist, horrific, misogynistic names. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like people like that are just garbage. What do you do with your life that made you like this? Right. right. It made what me so mad. So I was so pleased to love it because then I could give it all the stars. That's good. So you upset yes. the nastiness. Yes, I did. I good. loved it. And apparently I read up on the author and she said that after the 2016 election, things were hmm. terrible and she wanted something happy pol- politics. And I was nice. like, yes, I'm here for this. And I loved That's it. Nice. Cool. I'm glad that you liked it. I'm glad that yes. you were able to... Uh, Offset some of the the nonsense. It really it is nonsense. It made me so mad. Yeah, I didn't even know the author. Her little nose like, is crinkling, guys. How <laughs> dare you! <laughs> I wanted to stand on a street corner and be like, "No, <laughs> be nice." It made me so mad. That is so funny. Yeah. So funny. Okay. Well, I am going to talk about Roomies by Christina Lauren. Okay, I've heard I, things about this book. Yes, I'm excited to talk about this, and I have no other words, and I will not apologize for that. I'm going to make a list. After I read Beautiful Bastard, I was so, I felt so bad about not liking it that I wanted to go back to Christina Lauren and give them, get some more good stuff under the belt, because mm-hmm. everything else of theirs I have loved. So, this is Roomies. Uh, it's set in New York City. It is about Holland Baker and calvin mclaughlin so holland is he irish he is irish yes holland is kind of obsessed and this is the first time i had ever heard this term with a busker have you heard this term before apparently it's the musicians that play in like the subway stations in new york city they're oh, called buskers i did not know had that no idea so she's you kind of obsessed with with this busker she doesn't know anything about him except that she's like so drawn to his music and she goes out of her way like 10 blocks <laughs> to go see him oh pretty gosh. much every day and so she's and, been doing this like almost every day for six months okay new york blocks are like giant <laughs> yeah yeah so That's funny one day she gets attacked in the subway and calvin intervenes 
but by the time the ambulance shows up, he has disappeared. And she thinks it's really weird. She's like, I have no idea what's going on. So the next time she goes back, she's like trying to confront him. Like, where did you go? Why did you disappear? And in, they kind of sorted out and in a roundabout way, she wants to thank him for, for helping because basically he saved her life. Mm-hmm. Had he not um, intervened, she definitely would not still be alive at all. Okay. So it turns out that her uncle is a very famous Broadway production guy. And he needs a new musician for his act. So she brings her uncle down to hear him. And he's like, yes, come and audition for us. And Calvin's like, um, okay, not sure what's going on. Well, it turns out Calvin is in the country illegally. And that is why he disappeared with the ambulance. Gotcha. Okay. It's basically his dream job. And the uncle's show is losing its big star and really needs saving. So Holland is like, you know, as a selfless act, I will marry you so you can stay in the country. And Fake he, marriage. Yes. But Calvin yes. doesn't know about her, like, secret crush. So it's kind of, you know. Sure, sure, sure. But so it's Broadway. It's music. It's a fake marriage in New York City. And this is everything I, I want. Yes. Now, I listened to this one because the narrator did the Irish accent. So it was good. Um, obviously, they, you know, move in together. Sparks fly. My only critique of this, and I have gotten really, really used to this in the romance books that I've been reading, is this book was only from Holland's point of view. We did not get Calvin's point mm-hmm. of view at all. And I was really bummed about that. I do really enjoy when romances we get both sides. Yes. Oh, it's just full picture. Right. And I love that. I would love to have known what Calvin was thinking mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. Because there's some there's some nonsense that goes down that is kind of hectic and crazy. Gotcha. Gotcha. There's always nonsense. Yes, always nonsense. But it was a lot of fun. I, I'm not entirely certain how accurate the immigration process was portrayed in this book. Because um, I'm not sure that it, it goes the way that they talked about. But um, it was a lot I, of fun. And I really All I know about the immigration process is from the proposal with Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and Sandra yeah. Bullock. Yeah. That is all I know. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's exactly like that. I'm assuming as well. Yeah. Okay. So like, basically they spend, you know, several intensive days studying each other's families and histories. And so they're trying to pass their interview and, you know, Calvin's getting his dream job. Basically he came from Ireland on a student visa to attend Juilliard and then didn't get offered another job and stayed anyway. So that's gotcha. how he ends up being here illegally. Okay. He didn't just, you know, like, tunnel in. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But it was very, very sweet. It was very cute. His Irish accent was fantastic. Love me a fake marriage. Um, and, you know, Broadway and music. Can't yes. Go wrong. Yes. Big fan of that. Yeah, that all sounds awesome. It was. And it was I, have really not, I have not heard of this one by them. So that's very, yeah. that's, um, that's I think awesome. It would, to... I think it's something that you would really like. It sounds like it. Yeah. That sounds fun. Okay, my next one is also a fun read. So this one is called Not the Girl You Marry, and it's by Andy Christopher. 
This is a gender-swapped How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days retelling. Ooh, interesting. And How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is probably my one of my top three favorite rom-coms of all time. Interesting. Um, you've got mail and When Harry Met Sally, you're also I remember Our Love Fern. I don't remember a lot else for that movie. Oh, it's such a good movie. Um, so we've got Jack Nolan. He is this super sweet journalist. He's wanting to get into the more hard-hitting news, but he keeps getting fluff piece after fluff piece from his from his editor. And he's so desperate to do something. And finally, his boss is like, fine, you, re- you write uh, a piece on how to lose a girl. And depending on how well this goes, we'll talk about you actually working news. Meanwhile, we have Hannah. Hannah is... Uh, Hannah works as an event planner and she uh, wants to break into the actual wedding um, planning, but Mm -hmm. her boss doesn't think that she would be good at it because Hannah really isn't the marriage type of girl, hence the title. And so her boss has been like, no, 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 you're going to stick with our sports banquets and like award Uh banquets and things like that. Like you're not you're not here to do weddings. That's not why I hired you. Wow. Uh, yeah. So everybody's kind of a jerk. Except for Hannah and Jack. So um, Hannah and Jack meet. It's a super cute kind of meet cute in a bar. Just like in the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. They thoroughly impress each other. And um, so Jack starts dating her to work on this article. Meanwhile, Hannah tells her boss, hey, I've met someone. I'm in a serious relationship. I'm considering marrying this person. You have to consider me to do a wedding planning now. Mm-hmm. Um, and chaos ensues, of course. Um, and it was so sweet. It was so sweet. And you get to see, you see both perspectives, which I love. Nice. It was just, it was fun. It was just as fun as the movie was, just gender swapped, which was nice. exciting. Um but yeah, it was just, it was lovely. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really liked it. It, it awesome. was so cute. They went to some fun places on their dates, met each other's family, just like they do in the movie. It was just, oh, it was fun. Well, that is fun. That sounds cute. Yes, it was I haven't cute. seen that movie in quite a long time. Love that movie. I think it's on Netflix right now, actually. Yeah. Pretty sure it's on Netflix. You should watch it. My favorite Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson movie is Fool's Gold. It's so cute. I love that movie. That's the first time I ever saw Kevin Hart. Big Bunny? Was yeah. that his name? Yeah. Bunny, yeah. <laughs> he plays the bad guy. It's so funny. Yeah. I love that movie. I love the treasure hunt and the all of that stuff. That's right up my alley. Have you ever seen the Pierce Brosnan Selma Hayek movie After the Sunset? That is also a treasure hunt type thing. Mm -hmm. But Woody Harrelson is a cop trying to hunt those two down because they're like these big um, thieves, like art thieves and things like that. And so Woody Harrelson's like, he's like, I'm going to get these two. And then somehow (laughs) they, oh my gosh, it's so funny. You should definitely check it out. That's funny. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I'll have to see if Daniel wants to watch it. He loves Selma Hayek. Shocking no one. Right. What man does not love Selma Hayek? My God, she's beautiful. Yeah, she really is. She does not look as old as she is. I Mm-mm. wish I could look like that when I'm that age. For real. 
I wish I could look like that now. <laughs> right. Ugh. Okay. Well, I'm going to move us right along, and I'm going to talk about Always Only You by Chloe Lease. This is the second Bergman Brothers book. Now, the first one we talked about, Only When It's Us, was our buddy read for February. So good. We both loved it so, so, so much. So, so good. After we read that one, I dove right into this one. And this one is different, but still fantastic. And it is about Ren Bergman. So he's in the first one, and you're introducing he's the brother that kind of helps um, Ryder out when he can't, you know, he can't hear. So he's typing in messages and stuff, and he's mm-hmm. just kind of a background character there. Mm-hmm. So it's about him, and it's about Frankie. Now, he is the odd Bergman out, and he plays professional hockey. So he plays hockey for the L.A. professional hockey team. And Frankie is the social media coordinator for the hockey team. But, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's really neat. So basically she travels with the team everywhere. She does their Instagram and their Facebook and all of the events and things like that. And it's interesting because she has, she's autistic. She has, I think it's, they've changed the name. It's not Asperger's, it's autism spectrum disorder. Yes, I think that's right. She has that, but she also has rheumatoid arthritis, which is an autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to prove, basically, that she's not this frail, breakable thing. But she does have health issues. Mm -hmm. Um, She has a cane that she walks with that is, um, she has named the Elder Wand. It's fantastic. I want to be friends with her. Right? There's a little... A kerfuffle that happens and she's like I'm going to strike you with the elder wand <laughs> and it's fantastic it's fantastic um, but so basically these two work for the same company technically not allowed to date so Ren has been pretty much in love with Frankie ever since he laid eyes on her and he kind of is trying to get closer and closer and closer to her while also realizing that it can't happen because they work together. And then it turns out Frankie's looking to take this other job. So maybe it can work out. Okay, okay. But she has never had someone who can deal with her ailments and her issues, things like that. So uh-huh. she's very untrusting. Basically, everyone gets tired when she has a flare-up and cuts and runs. And so she's expecting the same thing. Okay. And um, the other interesting thing about it is that this is a story about Ren as a virgin. So the male protagonist is a virgin. And that's not something I think I've ever read before. I've never read anything like that. Right? Frankie is definitely not, but Ren is. And... um, the more they spend time together, he's like wanting to hustle it up. And then, you know, a series of calamities happen. And she's like, yeah, we're not letting your first time be like that. And she's wanting to make it special for him. And it's so cute. So cute. Sounds cute. Yes. But also Ren is not your typical hockey guy. He is in a Shakespeare club. I love him. They do reenactments. They do readings. What a nerd. It's so precious. It's so precious. And so he's been, you know, kind of outcast and made fun of a lot. And especially being the odd Bergman out doing hockey. He kind of feels like the outsider. And 
Frankie kind of relates to that and understands it and becomes protective of him. And it's super sweet. And then we find out that Ren's little sister, Ziggy, is diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder as well. Let me just tell you how Frankie steps up to that situation is absolutely epic. It's so beautiful. I loved it. I loved it so much. And I think Ren basically, he was already in love with her, but at that point he realized he's never letting her go the way that he helped. She helped his sister and it was just so beautiful. And she's like, you know, I'm trying to make sure that she doesn't have to go through all the struggles I went through because Mm -hmm. nobody was able to figure it out. And so it it was just special. My one caveat is that Willa and Ryder feature pretty heavily at the beginning of this book. So I would recommend you read them in order. Okay. If you don't, you're going to be a little lost on some things. So I I definitely recommend you read them in order. Okay. Well, I mean, that's cool, though, that they're still they're in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Willa knows right off the bat that she's going to become best friends with Frankie. (laughs) Like, she's just like, yeah, we're going to be best friends. And Frankie's like, (laughs) And Will's like, no, it's done. I don't know. Yeah. That's and especially funny. when she goes to threaten the person with the elder wand, Will is like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that's happening. <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah. It was absolutely adorable. It did not rip my heart out and stomp on it. But there were some heavy moments. There were some emotional moments. But it was really, really just fun and beautiful hmm. and different from anything else that I have read before. Okay, good to know. Yeah, yeah the the male virgin is, ne- like, I don't yeah. even think, I maybe have seen one, like, stupid comedy that mm-hmm. had that premise, but not something yeah. that actually took it seriously. Right. That's really cool. And he's, you know, he's older. He's mm-hmm. in his mid to late 20s. So it's not like he's, you know, 18 and it's right. Like, like he's actually proactively waited, not like for any religious reason, but just because of the sensitive soul that he is. He just knows that it's going to be like a one and done for him. Aww. He's so cute. I love Ren Bergman so much. Aww. He's so precious. Oh, I can't wait to read little it. flower that I want to like protect and hold and <laughs> love. He's just precious. Precious little biscuit. Yes, a precious little biscuit. That's it, exactly. (laughs) That sounds adorable. Yeah, I'm going to have to read. Oh my gosh, there are too many books. So many books. So many books. I know. And I'm I'm like 25, I have 25% left of this fantasy series that I've read in approximately four days. Um, (laughs) Yeah. and it's been stressing me out, like in the best way, though. It's oh, like, yeah. I you know, you're... you know, when you're in a really good fantasy where and you're almost at the end, but not quite. So just everything is falling apart mm-hmm. and nothing is going right. And <laughs> people are dying. And I'm just like, I don't I, I don't know how they're going to fix it. Like <laughs> the world is going to explode. I'm yeah. just I'm right there. And uh, I need to hurry up and find out what happens. It's killing me. Um, But I can't wait to talk to you guys about this series that I'm reading. I was actually looking at reviews because that's a thing that I do now, I guess. Um, Never did that before. (laughs) Don't know why I'm doing it now. I Um, I have a really hard time. Sometimes I look at them, but I'm like, you people are stupid because I never agree with them. Yes. That's why I don't really put much stock into reviews because I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I... I don't need you to tell me that you don't like books set at the beach. Like, I don't right. 
yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, this series that I'm reading, um, I thought it was a relatively big series. Um, I've seen it in bookstores and things like that, but um, like the first book was only reviewed like twenty thousand times, which mm-hmm. is not very many in the in the you know yeah in the whole whatever the word grand is, scheme of things. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but then the third book, which is the finale of the series, has only been reviewed like seven thousand times. Interesting. And I was like, oh, that's weird because it's like only gotten better. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. So I definitely want to make sure that I read it and can review it. Knowing exactly my thoughts on the whole thing. Much excited to tell you guys. Damn it. Very. We don't have another word, people. Just enthusiastic. Yes. Enthusiastic. I will have better words next week. I'm literally. I'm literally going to look up words. And I'm going to have a list of them. Next to me when we record next time. I promise you. But. For my last book that I'll talk about this week. Before you get sidetracked into your next book, I want to mention, I started the Welcome to Moose Springs number one. (gasps) Yes. And first of all, I keep calling it Mooseport, okay? Because I can't get over it. (laughs) We can call it Mooseport. (laughs) So I keep calling it the Mooseport book in my head. But if you guys haven't seen that movie, it's really funny. It's one of my mom's favorites. But it's really, really cute. And I'm obsessed with his dog. Obsessed. Everyone is obsessed with this dog. It's like, Even in the third book, people still love this dog. That's amazing. Yes. I can't. I, I just love this dog so much. Mm-hmm. I need it's it. It's the sweetest life. baby. Yes. And this, this gruff man, rugged man, putting his cute little dog in these clothes. It's so stinking cute. I know. I'm the about whole, 40% in right now. The so, whole series yeah. is just whimsical quirkiness like that. Um, what did you think about how they uh, ran into each other? <laughs> the second time? Oh my god, it was hysterical. And then <laughs> getting better every time they talk about it like they keep finding ways to you know oh how did you meet well I thought he was gonna murder me (laughs) (laughs) she's like I'm not gonna be one of those stupid girls that's not smart enough to know when she's getting murdered (laughs) it's so good good. oh man they're just yeah they just that series kind of slipped under the wire it's just like hysterical yeah, like I have, I have lolled out loud several times. Thank you. I also say lol. I never say laugh out loud. It is lol. That's funny. Anyway, okay. I just wanted to bring that up because I need Thank to talk you for to sharing. about Jake the dog. Love Jake the dog. I want Jake the dog. I would Me be too. happy to bring Jake into the emporium of animals that I have. Yes, he can live with Bone Goat. <laughs> I want Mojo too. <laughs> I want all the dogs. Oh, okay. and the moose. The moose in that story is so cute too. Ulysses the moose. I love it. Love you, Ulysses. Okay. Um, my last book is a foodie book. And when I look back on some of the books that I've read recently, a lot of them are centering around food. And I think it's saying a lot about me because I've also been watching The Great British Bake Off again. Um, Master Chef Junior, um, and then reading books with food in them. So you're hungry all the time. Okay. okay. 
So this one is about dueling food trucks. Ooh, cute. Very fun. Yes. So this is called Simmer Down. It's by Sarah Smith, and it is set in Hawaii. Ooh. So Nikki DeMarco and her mother have a Filipino food truck. They've got this awesome spot right off the beach for all the tourists that can come over. Their food truck's doing okay. Um, they're making ends meet. They're not doing awesome, but they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. One day, oh, and in Hawaii, because, you know, it's an island, there's not many places that you can go. Like, go. Um, the food trucks kind of have their own mini government, and... They kind of police, like, how closely a food truck can park to another food truck. Just to make sure that, like, you're not, like, encroaching on each other's space. Well, there's a new food truck in town. And they don't know that by parking at her spot how incredibly rude they're being. And so she, as the nice person that she is, their first day out, she's like, I'm going to be really nice. And I'm going to be, I'm going to just tell them how, you know, how things work, things like that. You know, be the nice neighbor. Well, when she goes over and tells Callum, the British uh, owner of this new food truck, that they're, you know, you're not supposed to park so far, like, so close to the other food trucks. And he's like, oh, I don't care. And shuts the door. Wow. Yeah. So they start this hysterical feud where they end up like he never moves she's not giving up her spot so they just battle it out by one day she puts a huge sign next to their truck saying that um oh crap she calls it something so funny and it was like something like um uh I don't know she she put it really wittily is that a word um but it was something about like uh, food truck bought to you, brought to you by the nation that tries to govern all and like, <laughs> <laughs> world takeover truck and like so it was just so funny and then um and so it's just back and forth like that well eventually someone ends up uh Instagram living a huge knock like huge like fight that they have not like fist fight but like word yeah. fight blow up uh. Yes, thank you. And so someone puts it on Instagram. Well, it just makes people come even more because they want to see them yelling at each other and stuff. So eventually a big food critic who's pretentious to the nth degree, um, he's like, hey, guys, you guys should determine who gets this spot by whoever wins the Maui Food Festival. Let the voting for the festival decide who gets the spot. And so they decide, you know what, that's how it's going to work. Well, of course, when they start arguing and things like that, they actually get to know each other a little better. Um, Callum is actually a nice guy. He's actually in Hawaii helping his brother get his food truck business going. Um, It's not even an, an industry that Callum wanted to be in, but he's there helping his younger brother and, and come to find out Nikki is uh, helping her mother. When her father died, um, she came over to Hawaii. She was actually in Portland 
working in this very fancy restaurant. And so she actually gave that up to come and live with her mom and take care of her after her dad died. Mm-hmm. So they both are, they are wonderful people. They just haven't given the other an opportunity to learn that. Yeah. And so it ends up being so sweet. So good. All the food sounds amazing. Yeah. I was starving the whole time. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. It was so good. I loved it. Good. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. It sounds really adorable. It was adorable. Um, I would say on the smut factor, and I didn't rate any of my books smutty, smutty wise. This one was probably like between PG, PG 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was probably how all of my books were actually. Yeah. Not the girl you marry. I would give it a a solid R. I would but give yeah. both of mine this week an R. Nice. But yes, it was a uh, it was so cute and yummy foods. That sounds awesome. Yes, it was like really it. sweet. I wish it came with like just all the recipes for every single thing that they talk about because like I mean, if you mention food in a book, that should be a mandatory addendum that you add absolutely or or whatever i'm looking for i thought it was addendum i don't i I don't know okay we're gonna go with addendum okay but yeah those are my books glad that you had some great stuff to talk about and i enjoyed my books thoroughly this week as well yay Yay, and i'll have more non-romance books coming at y'all i finally i have finally i think broken through clutching my pearls i know i know it's a big deal it is i am very proud of myself but yeah i'll i'll have a couple of other fictions i've got this series that i'm definitely finishing today because i'm going to die if i don't know how it is yeah yeah. it's been it's been good. I'm very pleased. My uh, book reading has actually slowed down a smidge now. Oh, I've um, mine's yeah, picked up. Very proud. I've at I'm at a uh, 56 books for the year so far, nice. which hilariously doesn't sound like I've slowed down, but I have. <laughs> right, right. I am at 31. So nice. You really yeah. have shot up. Yeah, I read two fantasy. Um, romance like uh, urban or paranormal romance series that each had four books in them and I tore through those things so in the past I think I read all eight of those books in this past week love it so yeah yeah I've slowed down some of the the romancers are so quick to go through I was knocking Mm -hmm. out two in a day like almost every day for several weeks that's how I did it um well maybe if you slow down and I keep going I'll be able to catch you oh girl Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. I mean, I'm only 20 books down. If you're slowing down and I'm picking up, it's doable. True. True. But now I know that I can read 25 <laughs> books in a month if I need to. I don't think that we're in anywhere close to the ballpark of normal. I just want you to know that. Like, we are not even playing the same game as the normal people are playing. <laughs> no, that is true. Every day I tell Chris when I finish a book, I'm like, all right, well, that was number 55. And he's like, can you stop? Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how that compares yeah. to other people. That's funny. And I'm like, it's above. Oh, I meant to tell you in the uh, Bergman Brothers book, Ren is a ginger and she calls him the giant ginger all the time. <gasps> she stole that. That was what, that is what I call Chris. So I know. Much so. <laughs> 
<laughs> so much so that my family now calls Chris Gigi for giant ginger. And it's hysterical because he hates it. Yeah. And all of them call she, him Gigi. Um, she says she has a type. And so she has a decided weakness for giant gingers. I do too, boo. I do too. Yeah. You really need to read it. I think that you would really enjoy it. I do, I'm so like I've gotten to the point now where there I thought I was running out of romances until I found Rate the Romance and now there are too many romances and I do not know where to go. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I promise you this one you will like and it has a happy ending. Well, I also have to finish the Red Lipstick Coalition, the fourth book. Oh, yeah, you need to do that. But those okay, are both so quick, pretty quick. I'll reads. read them both at the same time. I'll okay. listen to one and yeah. read one. Okay. Knock them both out. Do it. That'll I believe in go you. Well. It'll go well. <laughs> I believe in you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Alrighty, guys. Well, we enjoy chatting with you. Give you lots of things to read. We yes. will invest in a thesaurus and talk to you next week. I will be ready. With a list of words, I promise, next week. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to work on it all week. <laughs> it's going to be a list of a hundred different words. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I have no delusions whatsoever that I will be able to come up with any other word, as I have not been in the past two years, nor do I think that I ever will be. So I am <laughs> going to continue to say the word excited, and if you guys don't like it... You'll just have to get over it. I bet your mother's going to text you. I'm sure she is. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a wonderful week. Talk to us on Instagram. We want to hear what you're reading as well. Give us yes. more crap to stress about so we yes. can read that too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.